Hello guys and welcome to another episode of A Little Talk with Landry. Um and I'm here, I'm back again for another episode. Um trying to be more consistent than uh what I have been over the course of the last four months. So, um, you know, like I said in the last episode, there definitely will be more episodes coming and more content coming um uh on the regular. Um and not and you know, hopefully I'm not sitting there taking, you know, four, five, six months, you know, hiatus and, you know, not recording any episodes or doing anything like that. So um, with that being said, we get into our first topic of the day, which is the VMA Awards. Um, for those who do not know what that is, those are the Video Music Awards. Um, they are usually broadcasted by MTV. And I am recording this on September 15th. Um, the VMAs were on September the 12th. That was a Tuesday. Um and the VMA Awards, they went well. The crowd was electric and they were hype and they were um, excited for every presenter, every performer, um, and just to see all of their favorite artists and their favorite celebrities there. And the show, it was truly amazing. Um, getting into the performances, um, Metro Boomin and Future, um, performed at the VMAs. Uh, Nicki Minaj performed at the VMAs. She is uh, planning to come out with Pink Friday 2, the sequel, um, and that is a new album that she is hoping to come out with. And she gave a little snippet, um, a song called Big Difference. She um, performed at the VMAs. So um, I encourage you to look the song up uh, or to look that video up and to watch it because the song, it really is a good song. And I feel as though that 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 Nikki is, is doing her thing um, just in life and with that song in particular. Um, moving on, Shakira um, performed a melody of her great hits. Um, right after performing, she received the Vanguard Award um, at the VMAs and she performed um, all of, you know, some of her, you know, greatest hits. Um, and it was it was absolutely fantastic. Um, P. Diddy um, performed. Uh, he received the Global Icon Award at the VMAs and Mary J. Blas came out to present him with the award before he performed. And Mary J. gave a very beautiful um, speech about, uh, you know, their relationship and their friendship together and, you know, how long they've been working together and how them together is just magic. And it, it truly was a beautiful thing to see, you know, a friend supporting a friend. Um, and then moving on to Olivia Rodrigo um performing vampire um at the vmas she actually uh during her set had a malfunction and um if i'm not 
mistaken, just I know sparks were going off um, everywhere and uh, she was she seemed very nervous. Uh, they were just popping off at random times. And uh, she um, if you uh, look up the video and watch it, you can uh, see her kind of, you know, uh, backing away as they pop and they just pop at random times. And you can see that that wasn't planned. You can see by her face and you can tell by her body language that the malfunction that did happen uh was not planned at any capacity um at all and a stage director actually had to escort her off the stage um to try you know to keep from her getting injured or getting hurt so now we move from olivia to cardi b and megan the stallion um the both of them opened the show opened the vmas with their new song bongos and they it was a fantastic performance and they had the crowd up the crowd was happy the crowd was excited and they did a fantastic job um and they both had on blue and green um and they just did their thing um during the performance uh the camera cuts from megan and cardi performing to uh offset and you can see offset being the um the supportive uh boyfriend in in that uh in that scenario and in that situation um and then moving to Lil Wayne, um he did perform um during the uh 50 years of of hip-hop performance um after Nicki minaj uh finished up red ruby the sleeves um he came out and performed uh a millie and he did we he did what he had to do and he um he did a fantastic job and he was energetic he was excited and he got the crowd excited and the crowd was matching his energy and um it was absolutely fantastic um and then doja cat um she was one of the opening uh performances and she performed demon attention and uh rebel i know that's not the name of the song but i like blanked out so um and she performed those three songs and uh she did an excellent job she uh was in her bag and she was performing and she sounded great um she seemed to be uh you know just very happy and very and very light and uh she went out there and she did her thing and she had fun and you could see that um i think uh vividly and visually you could um you could see that um uh with her on the stage and uh to uh go back to what i was talking about before um the song that i was talking about is actually called paint the town red so um i do apologize um to you guys for uh for messing that up but yes that song uh that i called rebel that song is actually called paint the town red um the word rebel is in the song but uh yeah the song is called paint the town red so if you have uh any any time at all any free time any time on your hands i advise you to listen to those three songs and again those three songs are uh demons 
Paint the Town Red and Attention. And all three songs are absolutely fantastic from Doja. Um, Demi Lovato um, performed at the VMAs and she performed a melody of some of her greatest hits. Um, she performed Heart Attack um, and she actually um, not too long ago, about a couple months ago, came out with a um, new revamped uh, rock version of the song and she performed that version um, of Heart Attack at the VMAs and it was absolutely electric. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, other artists um, that performed at the show include Anita, um, Kelsey Ballerini and Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy performed um, We Didn't Start the Fire and they performed on an outside stage, not um, inside the actual uh, stadium or arena, but um, there were fans out there with them and they were singing the song word for word and Fallout Boy was doing their thing. They were playing, uh, you know, the guitar and, you know, they were on the drums and singing and just doing an absolutely fantastic job. And everybody who performed at the VMAs um, brought everything they had to the stage and they executed and they did absolutely fantastic. So shout out to every uh, everybody who performed um, at the VMAs um, and you all did uh, such a fantastic job. And now moving to the VMA awards to the actual awards that the artist received. Um, I did touch on this a little bit, um, Shakira receiving the Vanguard Award, and I feel that that really, in a way, is long overdue. Um, Shakira has had a very lustrous um, career full of uh, fantastic songs, and and she um, is an artist, I think, that, um, that has a longevity that will continue for uh for years to come um i love shakira i love her music so shakira shout out to you for just being a fantastic performer and uh keep doing your thing um and i touched on this too uh p diddy um received the global icon award um and again i i feel the same way about him as i do shakira i feel that that uh, award for him um, was long overdue, but uh, in a way, I you know everything happens. You know everything has you know uh, you know the right timing, and I feel that you know saying it's long overdue is kind of you know one of those things where you can say, but at the same time, you know it's like it happened you know at the right time. So um, congratulations uh, to Diddy for that because he truly is. Um, a global icon and moving to someone who has had a lot of uh, popularity over the past couple months and over the past year, Ice Spice. Um, and she received the best new artist award uh, this past Tuesday night at the VMAs and uh, her fans, the Munchkins um, made that happen uh, for her. So Ice Spice, congratulations to you. She has had, um, an amazing um, and very quick uh, rise to fame. And, um, you know, uh, Ice Spice, she's just been doing her thing and she's been in her own world making her music and doing, you know, what she's, you know, got to do to, um, you know, for her fans and making music, not, you know, not only for her fans, but making music for her and making music that she loves just as much as her fans do. And, um, and yeah, so congratulations to her for the Best New Artist Award. And moving to somebody that I talked about in my last episode that I know she is um, very popular and she is a fantastic human being. 
just within itself um, is Taylor Swift receiving the best pop award and honestly um well deserved well deserved the taylor swift um 17 years of um of music um for her and uh you know her going on this journey with uh her fans uh the swifties and she has made such fantastic music and such relatable music for all of her fans and she um has just been doing a wonderful job just you know, with in music and just with all the other endeavors that she has, you know, taken within uh, within recent years. So congratulations to Taylor Swift. Um, and now we move to a new category that was introduced at the VMAs this year. Um, and that award is Best Afrobeats. And this is um, a category for uh, music um, basically revolving around Nigerian and uh, African culture. And um, Rema and Selena Gomez actually won that award for a song called Calm Down. Uh, the song Calm Down, I love the song. It has a, uh, a very um, beautiful uh vibe to it and the and the vibe to the song is uh it, it really is absolutely fantastic so if any of you have a chance to go and listen to this song i advise for you to do that because this song is absolutely fantastic it's a song that you can just sit there you can just you know nod your head to or if you feel like it, you can get up and dance it, it really is one of those songs where you can do either or um and now moving to best collaboration, which went to Shakira and uh, Kayla Roll G. I hope I said that right. Um, but they won best collaboration. Um, if I'm not too mistaken, it is uh, Carol G's uh, first um, VMA award that she's received. So congratulations to her and the congratulations to uh, Shakira for again adding um another song to you know her already you know illustrious um career but congratulations to the both of them um in the best collaboration category and best hip-hop went to the host of the show miss Nicki minaj and the interesting thing i mean i i find it a little funny um but more interesting than i do funny uh is that she actually um, presented the award. I think if I'm not, um, if I'm not, uh, mistaken, she actually did present the award. So she presented the award and won the award. Um, you guys let me know if I'm, um, if I'm not a hundred percent factual, um, on that. So please, you know, feel free to let me know. Um, but yes. So congratulations to Nicki Minaj for not only being the host for the second time in a row, but for also winning best hip hop. Um, she deserves it. And she has been, um, in, you know, the music industry and in the rap game for, uh, for many years now. And she has been, you know, killing it and doing an, and doing an excellent job at it. And she has just been doing absolutely fantastic. So, um, so congratulations to Nikki. So now we move on to something a tad bit different, um, dealing with, uh, a show, um, and it being in the category of reality. And that is one of my favorite shows, a show that, um, I love, uh, and that if I can catch each and every season, um, I will. And that is dancing with the stars, um, a show, 
I actually started watching um, uh, season 19 when Alfonso Ribeiro uh, won uh, with Whitney Carson. Shout out to the both of them. Um, but this year will be season 32. And uh, last year they moved from ABC and went to Disney Plus and they were only on Disney Plus. So um, now they moved back uh, to uh, ABC and they are still on Disney Plus. And then um, the next day after the premiere, after any episode, uh, the episodes will be on Hulu. So for those of you who have all three, for those of you who may only have ABC, um, only have Disney Plus or Hulu. If you really love the show, um, it will be available to you on all three of those platforms. And they introduced the cast list um, this past Wednesday um, on Good Morning America. And the cast goes as follows. And I apologize if I say um, any of these names wrong. Um, Tyson Beckford, um, Allison Hannigan, Harry Josie, Charity Lawson, Jason Moraz, Adrian Peterson, Lily Pons, Maria Savino, Jamie Lee Spears, um, Matt Walsh, Barry Williams, uh, Ariana Maddox, uh, Mauricio Umansky, um, and Ochit. Le Gomez, um, and I know I did not say um, her first name right, but um, but she actually plays America Chavez on um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and she is a fantastic uh, actress. Um, she uh, definitely did an excellent job in that movie. Um, her character was captivating, and her character was um, very emotional and a very uh, and a character that you could uh, relate to in a sense. So. Um, Yes, but I def I know uh, I did say her um first name wrong, so um I definitely uh will look that up and make sure that I say it right um next time because I definitely uh don't want to get that wrong. But um listen, uh that is the cast list for everybody on uh season thirty two of Dancing with the Stars, and I'm definitely excited for this season. Um. Tyra Banks is no longer um, hosting the show alongside Alfonso Ribeiro. Julianne Huff, a former Dancing with the Stars pro, um, a two-time Mirrorball champion, and a former judge of Dancing with the Stars, will indeed be hosting alongside Alfonso Ribeiro as the new co-host. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see uh, what they're going to do uh, with this season and, you know, how exciting this season gets. So I'm definitely excited. So um, congratulations to all of the um, actors and, and actresses and uh, musicians and stars who um uh, made it uh, and and who were on this cast list. So congratulations to all of you. And um, I'm so excited to see your uh, your dancing skills. And now moving to something uh, a little bit, uh, you know, on the emotional side of things and uh, not really, you know, being as happy and, you know, and, and peppy as we as we started the episode. But um, 
it is dealing with um divorce um and Hugh Jackman and uh Deborah Lee um split and they are announcing they are splitting and divorcing after 27 years of marriage and um I hate that for the both of them. I really do, um, especially after 27 years um, of marriage. Definitely, you know, um, on the cusp of uh, of of 30 years there. So um, I really do hate that for the both of them and the fact that you know after 27 years, you know, things have to come to an end. Um, and I wish uh, the both of them, um, you know, just you know. Uh, you know, just a great time, you know, within their lives with whatever they choose to do after, you know, this whole, um, this whole, you know, thing gets, um, you know, uh, resolved and, uh, moving on to another divorce, um, Jeannie Mai from the real, um, a show that ended, uh, two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, that used to come on on uh channel five which is uh fox um and jeezy um split after two years of marriage which um is definitely an interesting thing um especially after two years um but yep so genie and jeezy uh the rapper um split after two years of marriage and i hate um especially when that type of thing um you know happens within a couple when you know they may break up or they may split after you know less than five years um of marriage or of dating of engagement whatever the case may be i really do um i really do hate that for any couple that that happens to and i especially uh I hate that for the both for both Jeannie and uh, Jeezy and my heart goes out to both Hugh and Deborah and to both Jeannie and Jeezy and I hope um, all four of them can find some sense of clarity throughout um, the both of their uh, splits and throughout the both of their um, divorces and since we're here um and I know I talked about it a little bit um last week and um I think I'm going to do it again this week. Um, sports. So on the college side of things, um, Deion Sanders, who is the coach of Colorado, he came from um, Jackson State and came to Colorado after um after Colorado going uh, one and eleven uh, last year, they are currently two and zero, oh, and I think, and they are number twenty um, as far as the uh, football, the college football rankings go. Um, and they play Colorado State, um, and as I'm recording this, it is September fifteenth, and they. Uh, play Colorado State tomorrow, which is September 16th, and that is a Saturday. And the Colorado State coach um, had a few things to say about um, Deion Sanders. And Deion Sanders um, is a fantastic coach. He led um, Jackson State to being 12-0 um, and 0, um, last year uh, in their you know, um, with their record, uh, and he is a absolutely, um, fantastic coach and he really is doing, um, wonders with, um, 
with uh, Colorado. Um, and I and I do uh, take that back. I apologize. They are not number 20. They are number 18. So, um, you know, congratulations to Colorado for, you know, moving up as much as they have. Um, but Deion Sanders um, wears a hat and sunglasses um, during his uh, post-game uh, interviews when all of the interviewers are, you know, interviewing him, asking him, you know, about the team, the offense, the defense, the special teams and what they could do better, what they did great and that type of thing and what they're most looking forward to about the next game. Um, well, the Colorado State um, coach, Jay Norville, um took a stab, took a little jab at uh at Dion and he said that when I talk to adults or when I talk to grown-ups I take my hat off and I take my sunglasses off and he said at least that's what my mom told me. The only thing is that okay um well uh you know what I find so interesting and so funny um sir your team is 0 and 1 um and uh Colorado is is two and zero. Oh. So uh, and what I'm you know really confused about is your team isn't even ranked. Nobody knew uh, who you were until you faced um, up against Colorado, and they and both teams um, play tomorrow at um, ten o'clock p.m. But uh, I'm confused as to why a guy who has turned a program around from being one and eleven to now being two and zero, oh, them being ranked eighteen, and for and for the entire nation pretty much to be behind this team, and nobody's talking about you as a coach. Nobody's talking about your team. The nation isn't behind your team. News sports reporters aren't talking about your team. They aren't talking about you. They aren't talking about how you coach. I'm confused on why the guy who everybody's talking about, who everybody wants to be around, I'm confused on why his name is in your mouth. Um, just because your team isn't even right. Nobody knows um, who you are. So when you want to sit there and you want to take like a little jab, um, like that what what does that do for you what does that do for your coaching what does that do for your offensive line what does that do for your defensive line what does that do for your special teams what does that do for your assistant coach what what does that do what does what does that do for this university what what does it do for this program for any of it what does it do it doesn't do a single thing so you taking a jab at somebody who is worrying about themselves and their team and their program and their offensive line and their defensive line and their special teams and their assistant coach and is worrying about everything that has to do with their team and only their team then maybe you should do the same. But listen, that's just me. That's just me talking. Listen, you, you know, um, y'all could have, you know, different opinions from me. And that's OK, because we because we disagree and we agree. So it's OK. But um, again, that's just me. So, you know, um, y'all let me know um, how y'all feel. And um, and yeah, um, but uh, yes. So, you know, you guys definitely um, let me know um, how you feel on that type of situation. And uh, today, um, as I am recording, which I've said it several times, is September 15th, which is on a Friday. 
and um, a movie by the name of A Hunting in Venice um, came out today um, in theaters, and it is a part of a trilogy. Um, the first movie being The Murder on the Orient Express, um, based off of uh, the uh, the famous uh, book, and then another movie called Death. Um, it was either called Death of the Nile or Death in the Nile. Um, and that was the second movie that came out in 2021. And then this is the third movie. I don't know whether if this is the third and final installment or whether if they have many more films to come. Um, this movie um, stars uh, Tina Fey um, and Michelle Yeoh. Um, and honestly, from what I have seen, from the previews of which I have seen, uh, this movie um, looks looks really, really good. And um the movie looks absolutely fantastic, and I uh, I genuinely um, do think that this movie is going to do um, is going to do wonders, and I do think this movie is going to be um, absolutely amazing. It looks fantastic, um, and it definitely is going to be something to see. Um, the detective in the movie um, is the only one out of the um, out of all three casts who has had the same um, role and has reprised his role multiple times. And his name is Kenneth Branagh, I think. Hopefully I said his last name right. But um, And he is the detective um, in all three of the movies. And he is the only one out of all three of the cast that has had um, the same role and, uh, you know, a recurring role a recurring role. So, you know, hats off to him and congratulations to him for, you know, uh, solving, you know, uh, all of these murders and hopefully, uh, he can pull it out with this third one. But, um, yeah, that's all I have, um, for, for you guys today. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I really, really, um, as always, I appreciate all the love and I appreciate all the support. Um, that you have given me throughout this, uh, throughout this journey of, of doing these podcasts, but we got a lot more to go and I'm definitely excited to, uh, spend all of that time and to spend, uh, you know, this journey that we've been on, uh, with you guys. So thank you guys so much for all the love and all the support and I'll see you later.